Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining me again. Nice to have you along. I'm really looking forward to today's chat with Barbara Rebell. Barbara is the director of griefworkcenter.com. So Griefwork Center. And Barbara is a dynamic speaker, author, and leading authority on occupational burnout, vicarious trauma, compassion fatigue, resilience, and managing complicated loss. Barbara, that, that's a mouthful, but I'm very glad that you're here. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Whereabouts are you based? I'm in Kendall Park, New Jersey, but you can tell from my accent that I'm from Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> well, we've had a few New Jersey uh, people on the show, so it's great to have you along. Why don't we just start by you sharing a little bit about your background that feeds into what you do now? Yeah, well, come back with me to 1986. I'm in the hospital and I'm about to give birth to not one baby, not two babies, but three babies, triplets. When my husband walked into the hospital room and told me that my father died by suicide, he Mm. killed himself when I'm ready to give birth. And that started my journey in business, uh, working with people who were grieving and bereaved. But then I realized that so many professionals are experiencing burnout and compassion fatigue and secondary trauma and vicarious trauma. And they're trying to make money and they're trying to work, especially in human services. You know, a lot of independent consultants are dealing with their own stressors from from life, yet they want to make money and prosper and do well in life. But we all come to our journey because of a loss or because of, you know, incidents in our life. And so that's what started me on this journey, making me realize that if we don't take care of ourselves as independent consultants, there's no way we could prosper and help other people with their issues. So that's what brought me here. Um, And I think all of us have a story that brings us to the room. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you know, it's, and I'm I'm sorry to hear of your loss and, and, but I'm, I'm glad that you've use that in a way to help others. So thank you for sharing that. The pandemic has brought all of this to life and added such stresses and pressures. I know there's a large HR group online where there's all sorts of discussions, but there was an interesting comment in there about where do you go to vent and let off steam because an HR person is the focus of so much pressure within an organization and then consultants helping their clients and and the employees within there. So it's such a, a complex area for an HR person and an HR consultant to deal with what are the kinds of things that they need to be aware about to help themselves and to help others they need to recognize that they're dealing with more than just burnout when you're an independent consultant working in hr you're helping them with employees who are burned out and implementing strategies to help the the business prosper recognizing also that you too may be burning out But because of COVID-19, what you just mentioned, they're also experiencing compassion fatigue. Many people are just exhausted from the stories that they hear. And because you hear those stories of people who are traumatized because family members died from COVID or they weren't allowed to see their family members in the hospital, all those stories you hear about in the media, if you weren't intimately attached to a story, 
you can experience secondary trauma and vicarious trauma. And so you have to realize that your brain can handle all of that, the, the stressors, the loss, the, 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 the world going, going into this you know, abyss. And it affects not only the employees and the HR, but it affects you as well because we're all human. So we're all intimately impacted by COVID and we're all trying to just do the best that we can. So we have to recognize that sometimes it's not just taking a warm bath or going to sleep early or exercising or eating right. It's not only all those wellness things, but you have to move maybe to even counseling or identifying diaphragmic breathing or mindfulness or cognitive behavioral therapy or even grief therapy or grief counseling because we're impacted and it's it's affecting every part of who we are as an independent consultant or we're seeing it in the businesses that we're helped. We're, we're bombarded by it. And that's why we need to truly focus on transforming ourselves. We can't help businesses transform and become and grow if we don't transform. So there are three ways we do that. And so when I'm talking to independent consultants, the first thing I'll say is that before you help businesses play to their strengths, mm -hmm. you need to play to your own strengths. So what, what are your strengths? How do you put them into practice to build your career resilience? The second thing is before you focus is on helping businesses grow, you need to focus on your own growth mindset. And that begins with your core values. What, what are your personal values that help you work each day with these stressed out HR? And the last thing is before you help businesses track their goals, because we're all goal driven, you have to track your own goals by creating, a, you know, basically an action plan or even a well-being action plan to manage all the, the losses uh, that you hear about. Because we also have to recognize I'm a thanatologist. So my specialty is sudden violent death. And when I'm brought out into HR, they're bringing me in because there was a suicide, a homicide, drug overdose death. Employees are leaving. There's a problem with retention, you know, even from onboarding to retirement, you know, people are yeah. leaving. These are major losses. So if you're an independent consultant, you also need to recognize the impact of loss on the business, not just, you know, because of retirement, because your supervisor might have died by suicide or homicide or whatever. So many stressors. And we want to go in as independent consultants and help these businesses. And we're, we're excited. We have, we have our plan. And then they bombard us with all these loss narratives. And we're like, can I do this? I don't know if I could do this. There you go. Yeah. If there's not death or trauma involved, there's this stuff one step removed from that. Cause that's, that's a, a very, it's the worst case scenario really, isn't it? Um, but where there is injury illness at the next level down, how does that affect a consultant going in and trying to do their work in a business or an internal HR person for that matter? It's the same impact on, on your body, mind, and spirit your brain can't wrap its mind around the fact that they're saying someone has terminal illness or someone is just mentally ill and not doing their job or someone just died or is dying or there's there's infighting and bullying at work these are all problems and so 
when we are independent consultants and we go into HR and it could be a simple problem of employees just not doing their job. I don't know what's going on with him. He's just not, you know, it could be as simple as that too. He might have a family member who's terminally ill and they're not doing their job. So the, this, the cause isn't as important as what am I thinking when I'm being told this story? What am I feeling now because they're sharing this information and what can I do to help them? And a lot of independent consultants don't have the tools and strategies to deal with their problems. They're just goal-driven. They know what they have to help them with because they're well-versed in the business world. But our personal world gets mixed in with the business world. So we need to help them and be mindful that people are going through crisis and loss and transition, life transition. And there's a lot of stresses in the world. So we all really need to slow down and recognize the the humanness in HR, you know, that it's not just business, that people now in, in the business world are expecting their supervisors to be more human. There's more flexibility. I want to be home with my kids. I I don't want to come in on Fridays. And HR needs to recognize that this voice, this flexibility is really significant. So the leaders of organizations are now dealing with all these new stressors. Well, why all of a sudden they have all this control? Where's it coming from? Well, there's a voice. But with that voice, now leaders are are losing some control and, and employees are gaining control. So we need that balance. And that causes stress. So as independent consultants, we really need to to recognize, again, the humanness that's going on in the office, you know, and be culturally aware and, and recognize the losses and move slowly as we provide support. It used to be do this, 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 let's get this done. Now we need to pause and say, how are the employees feeling? You know, how are they dealing with the changes? You know, how can we kind of navigate this in a different way to deal with the pain points? It's very different than it used to be years ago. I'd be, you know, let's do this, this, and this. Let's have a team meeting. Mm. You know, it's it's not that way anymore. It's uh, more touchy-feely, which is good because <laughs> I'm a thanatologist. I'm a grief professional. So, you know, I'm, I'm good with touchy-feely, but most businesses are not. Speaking of business and the, I don't know, the values side of things that you mentioned earlier, I was recently speaking to an audience around starting a business and making the transition from being an in-house professional. And one of the elements to all of that was knowing your own strengths and preferences and all that sort of thing. And you reminded me of the, of the saying, know thyself. So you mentioned values mm. and values is such a big term. Can you drill down into values a little more to help people understand either the transition into running their own business or if they are running their own business already, how to make use of their values to know them and develop them so that they're playing to their strengths and it can actually produce better outcomes and a better business? I, I just did this last week and the chat bar lit up. I said, you know, tell me what are your core values before we even begin? And most people in the chat bar said money. I want to make money. It's all about money. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's great. But if we look at your core values, it, it sets the stage for your own making meaning of your life as an independent consultant. What does it mean to be an independent consultant? So you have to move to your core values. Maybe that's hard work. 
so you can make money or, you know, loyal to, loyalty to my business so I can make money or, or um, my core value may be my family. And that moves to, to making money. So we have to dig deeper. And then I would ask, you know, what evidence do I have that I'm, I'm actually living my personal value? Is it my passion for life? Is it that I'm committed to what I'm doing? Is it because I'm brave? You know, what, what evidence you have to look at what's in front of you that yes, I'm, I'm living this. And then if I have inherited a value that has been passed down to me from someone in my family or from my culture, what does that inherited value mean to me? And what I'm seeing in the chat bar is that people say, I have this value from my grandmother. You know, she valued hard work or my great uncle valued this and, and now that's instilled in me. And they, you could sense even in a chat bar, in a webinar, that they're taking such pride in the fact that they're carrying down this value from a family member. Also, I would say, do I share the same values as my personal hero? So let's take your first example. Who's your personal hero? And, and what would you say? Who is my hero? And, and do I share the same values as that person? What would you say? Uh, I have a few in my life, not necessarily famous people, but yeah, I mean, there's some people who, one man who's instilled in me the love of principles, principle-based leadership. Yeah, that's an example of someone I've tried to adopt their values. Yeah, That's great. And I'm so glad that you shared with me it's a human because lately people in the chat bar are sharing that it's their dog. Their dog is yeah. their hero. They couldn't have gone uh, through COVID without their pet. Someone mm. even said my iguana. I'm like, why, why? But okay, <laughs> I'm not going to get into that right now. But okay, we don't judge. We just blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, also, I would say, do my values help me know what I need for myself? to mitigate the stressors in, in my job, burnout, compassion, fatigue. And, and those values could be my own personal vision, my sense of community, how authentic I am. Um, then I think the last thing I would ask is my, how my personal values help me to feel more confident. So looking at my core values, what conclusions can I draw about myself? Am I more adventurous, uh, recognition, service? What, what do my values teach me about who I am in the world? You know, we all have this basic assumption about our world and, and our worldview. So your values help you step into your place in the world as an independent consultant. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's an amazing thing to be able to say, this is my job. This is, and I have to understand my job satisfaction, why I love doing what I do. But you wouldn't love doing what you do unless you're in touch with your values, because that has to be in step. Yeah, that makes sense. I know you've spoken before about creating a wellness action plan. What, what exactly does that involve? How can someone listening to that apply that in their own life? Well, it, it comes down to having a goal about your own mental health or your well-being or building your resilience or working on your strengths, whatever you want to define wellness as. Um, what do you want to accomplish? You may say, you know, I really want to, it's going to help me be a better independent consultant. If I take more, uh, go to more conferences and learn more and get, you know, educated and empowered, and that's going to build my self-confidence, or it might just be losing 50 pounds and being able to get in the car and go to all these, you know, HR businesses, you know, whatever it is. So you pick the goal you want to accomplish and then you focus on life satisfaction. 
How is this goal aligned with my life satisfaction, personal life, business life, and then meaning? I'm all about meaning making. What does this goal mean to me? In the long run, if I actually achieve it, what, what, what does it mean? And then reasons for having the goal. I'm self-motivated to accomplish this because, because no one's going to hold your hand. You know, if you want to accomplish this goal, you have to be passionate about it. You know, you have to talk about it like I'm talking about it now and not say, I'm going to work on a goal. <laughs> no, I'm going to work on a goal. And I have to look at the reasons why and the resources I need. Do I need funding? Do I need materials? What steps do I need? These concrete steps to implement it. It's essential that I do this or that. Uh, what's my timeline? You know, I'll act during certain times. What obstacles are going to be in my way? And that, and you must deal with your inner critic. It's that inner voice that lessens the power that you have. So listen to that critical voice and tell it to shut up, that you have the power and you're not going to listen to it. Just put a positive, you know, voice in your head. Um, also think about the risks, you know, why you may want to stay in your comfort zone. A lot of people don't want to be goal-driven because it's, it's hard. It's hard to change. And so you have to maintain that passion and revise your tactics and strategies and obstacles that might get in the way and look at your strengths, always go deep within and look at strengths, put them into practice to build your resilience. You might say, you know, I'm a critical thinker. Um, I, I, I adjusted my thinking, you know, to a solution, to a solution, to an issue, you know, whatever, you know, use your strengths, um, keep a positive view, inspire people, inspire yourself, tell people you have this goal so they don't, you know, work against you and sabotage you. Be self-compassionate, be kind to yourself when, especially when you screw up, especially when you yeah. don't achieve that goal and you have to go back and then start over again. It's okay be kind to yourself. You're not the only one that screws up. Other people screw up too. You know, just don't, don't make it all or, oh my God, I'm such a loser. You might be a loser in other things, but not in return, not in respond to this goal. You know, this goal you're going to achieve and evaluate it, know when you're making progress and then know when it's achieved, you lived your values, you built your response, your, your resilience, you lived a life of wellness you achieved it. It's a, such a great thing. And to be an independent consultant, many independent consultants are free thinkers. They, they like to be their own boss. They're really intelligent. They're, they're just natural leaders and they help other people with their goal. So now we're taking everything that we give away and we say to ourselves, just like what Stuart Smalley on Saturday Night Live used to say, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that. It was like from about 20 years ago. Lucky. But you have to like yourself and be goal-driven and recognize your strengths and say, you know what? I can do it. If I can help other people do it, why, why, why shouldn't I? And that's how you prosper and, and live a good life. Brilliant. I love it. So what would you say is the next step for someone who's feeling either stuck or under pressure at this point in time? What's the, the next thing they should do? Drugs and alcohol. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I think we all need to first look within and define what we really need. You know, we could be goal driven, but, but a lot of things get in our way, the way we think. So we can focus. I have this fabulous principle. 
F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. And I think if we just, and it builds our resilience. So F is about being cognitively flexible, rethink the way you think, be open-minded, you know, embrace new, new information. A is about recognizing your attitude, have a positive attitude and recognize your biases that make you pessimistic. B is about keeping your boundaries. Learn when to say no. Don't let people push your boundaries or violate your boundaries. U is for being united, being connected. That's all the networking and, you know, people around you. So that's F-A-B-U. L is laughter. It's about having a sense of humor, especially when things go wrong because they do. O is optimism. The other U is understanding job satisfaction, understanding why you love being an independent consultant, why you love working with HR. And last but not least is S, which is self-compassion. Be kind to yourself when you screw up. And that's a fabulous foundation to build your career resilience. So you stay in this job that you used to love or that you kind of still love, but you want to continue to love. That's brilliant. Yeah, I really like that. How do you help clients or employers? So if someone listening to this is thinking either, oh, well, I'd like some help or advice, or I know of a company that could also use your services, what should they do next? I'm a keynote speaker and I am brought out live. And now this last year, it's been all webinars, helping HR, helping organizations manage the stressors in the workplace. So I basically maintain a healthy workplace and I help independent consultants help workplaces stay healthy. But I do that through my live trainings and my my online trainings. I don't work one-on-one anymore. I'm Mm -hmm. just too busy with my keynotes. A lot of people want me to coach them. Um, I could give them information, uh, but basically I'm I'm a, I, I blah, 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 blah for a living. (laughs) <laughs> That's basically well, what I Well, know your strengths. Know your strengths. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Know your nice. um, so, yeah, what, what should they do next? Go to the website? Is, is Go to the right? website if you want more information. Um, BarbaraRubel.com, B-A-R-B-A-R-A-R-U-B-E-L.com. Um, if you experienced a loss by suicide, I wrote the book, But I Didn't Say Goodbye, Helping Families After a Suicide. That's available on on Amazon. I've also written a lot of chapters and books and other courses. So um, you could just plug in Barbara Rubell on Google and I, I come up too if you want to read more of my work. Brilliant. Yeah. So that's barbararubell.com. And yeah, do have a look around the site. There's lots of stuff and there's lots of, yeah, the books that you mentioned, the chapters and contributions and also all the speaking side of things. So if you've got an audience that could benefit from Barbara's wisdom and advice, definitely, uh, connect the two together or if you would prefer in a, a, a potential client yeah get in touch with barbara but yeah barbararebell.com to learn more barbara this has been fantastic thank you very much for sharing your advice and there's plenty in there i would suggest if you're listening to this on the go uh, folks go back and listen through to some of those steps there because yeah there's some great advice a- any parting words barbara on just how to take what's been a dreadful time and turn it into something a bit more positive going forward mm-hmm appreciate the moments of awe, like just take a moment, take a breath, look outside, look at the sky, have a cup of coffee, call a friend you haven't spoken to a long time and just breathe. People are forgetting to breathe. They're they're They just, it's that simple and finding something to laugh at. That's, that's how I cope. 
laugh, breathe, be mindful, and appreciate the fact that you're still breathing. Well, Barbara, thank you very much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.